You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Broadcasting from a hidden rebel fortress long forgotten since the days of the Clone Wars, Commanders Michael Cohen, Matthew Krenke, and their daring crew lead a rebel cell dedicated to bringing you stories of adventure and excitement from across the galaxy. Join them for tales of heroes from the dawn of the Resistance stretching back to the Old Republic. Tales of Jedi and Sith, rebels and Imperials, technological terrors, and fantastic creatures. Legends so great, you won't believe them. But it's true. All of it. So what are you waiting for? Strap in and get ready to make the jump with Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast. Hello and welcome back to Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast for our Forces of Destiny recap. I'm your host, Cassie Scutch, and today we are talking Season 2, Episode 2 of Forces of Destiny, Unexpected Company. Um, This is definitely one of the most, at least to me, important episodes of Forces of Destiny when we get um, in here and talking about that special information that we get with the forces of destiny that we don't necessarily get access to with the other bits of Star Wars and the things that we uh, get to learn that maybe didn't quite fit in any place else except for an episode of Forces of Destiny. Um, and I'm excited to get into that. I have to kind of take a little bit of fault here. Um, obviously, I'm quite late here um with this episode um i've been falling into a little bit of a hole uh or i've kind of established this habit um and i'm gonna decide to blame disney for this one um even though i probably should take the blame myself and if you can't tell i'm a little sick right now it is mid flu season and it is quite cold outside um so we're dealing with that too not that that's an excuse or anything but I have um fallen into a bit of a habit lately of thinking that we are gonna get some more news soon and so when I think okay well I need to I should sit down and record my episode um I think oh well if I wait another day we'll probably have some episode 9 news and then it doesn't happen and I just do the same thing the next day I'm like okay well if I wait another day there'll be news and then there isn't and finally I was like oh I'm super late I need to record an episode like this is not okay we don't have any episode 9 news other than um a little bit of rumors I guess not 
rumors, but uh, there is some people speculating that we may be getting some kind of a teaser trailer on Super Bowl Sunday. However, uh, it's kind of been debunked a little bit. Uh, it's still kind of up in the air, but we've kind of been told at this point to uh, not get our hopes up for that one and um, that they, Disney has bought uh, a couple spaces for advertising within the Super Bowl, but there is kind of not any reason to believe that we they're going to be using that for um, episode 9 and any information uh, or trailer stuff. Uh, within there so that's kind of disappointing um, we've kind of been sitting by waiting for something to happen and we still don't have a title we're still calling episode nine episode nine we haven't gotten any bit of information about what a title might be for that and um it's super late at this point i think for that information um, the latest that information had come out for one of the previous movies was the 24th of January, <laughs> but it is now the 28th, and I don't know if this will go up the 29th or 30th, um, and by then we probably will have, um, a title, but of course, that's also just, uh, we've been saying that. I'm sure the moment this goes up, there will be a title. And that's kind of how this thing works. Um, I feel like a little bit. Of course, we have been saying that for a month now. Um, over a month. Just hoping that this, uh, we're going to be getting an episode 9 title. And hopefully this time next week we will. Because it is definitely getting a little bit late in the game for that information. Um, and I... Uh, we've been talking about it for weeks here. Um, I'm ready to know what we're going to be calling the last installment of the Skywalker Saga. Because I'm really tired of having to call it episode 9. Um, it's no fun. Give us a name, please. At least let us know our name. Let's see, do we have anything else in news? Oh, um, Galaxy's Edge has had a little comic uh, announced that they're going to be uh, releasing a, a five-issue comic uh, series about uh, Batu, I believe, is Galaxy's Edge, that planet. Uh, and I think that that's awesome. Like, thinking about that, I, I'll be completely and entirely honest. I am not a huge theme park person, and so Galaxy's Edge was kind of not uh, something that I've been looking forward to a whole ton to. Um, it's just not one of those things that really interests me. Um, but the thought of we will have a real-life place that we will hopefully have connections to uh, within a comic is really cool and I don't think that there's anything like that um aside from like Disney and just the things that have that go into uh 
different rides at Disney that correlate to their movie or whatnot, but I mean, this is a totally different thing, and I mean, if, you, if you're talking about, like, Easter eggs and that kind of thing, like, it's totally, like, an awesome setup for those types of things, and getting to go in there and be like, oh, this is this, and that's that, and, like, obviously, it being kind of a theme park type situation, I don't know what to, I don't know really what to call it, it's, it's definitely going to be attracting a much wider audience other than just those of us who are you know we read everything we watch everything we're very much into it but I think that them uh, uh us getting this comic about this area is going to be able to do what other mediums have been able to do to enhance the movies um in a way that's going to be able to enhance the experience of going to Galaxy's Edge, uh, which is uh, genius. And it's something that like genuinely makes me excited to go there one day and has been said previously by the guys. Um, I definitely don't think I will be going uh, anytime soon uh, after it opens. I'm not... Uh, somebody who likes crowds. I do not do well in crowds. I don't go to museums for that reason. So it'll be a while before I head there. So I will probably get some Galaxy's Edge spoilers before I can manage to make it out there. But it is now something that I'm looking forward to a little bit more than I was previously, just because we are going to have a little bit of a tie-in, which is not I mean I feel like it's kind of unprecedented and I think it's an awesome new territory that we're able to go into now because we've I mean you talk about the web and well I talk about my web a whole lot you know I love I love that web you know you look like a crazy guy in my head with all the strings and stuff but the web has always kind of been like an abstract thing I guess in, in that it connects, you know, books to movies to TV shows, but like the fact that we'll be able to have a connection to something that is in a way tangible, in a way like, I don't know, something we can be a part of is something that is really cool. And I think that's finally, not finally, but it's going to give people way to be able to be in Star Wars a little bit and like not in the same way that well yeah it's it's a Star Wars theme park and you're getting to feel like you're uh in the world but for those of us who do dive a little bit deeper you know I don't know I don't know how to how to quite explain it but it it definitely is going to allow for a little bit more of of kind of like an edge it's gonna feel like a much more like full circle experience in a way. Um, and I don't know how else to word that other than that. Um, so that's, I mean, we don't know that much about it. It's five part series, I believe, but just getting to know about that and just hearing that that's going to be something that happens makes me infinitely more excited uh, for Galaxy's Edge. Um, and will give me a reason uh, to get out there in the next few years. 
wherever my life goes within that time. But we don't really have any other news other than that. Like I said, I was kind of pushing back my schedule to try to maybe allow for some other news to come out. And then it never did. And I'm sure, you know, after I record this, some big whatever is going to drop. They'll probably announce another movie. Like, I don't know. Um, not not really. But that's um, just kind of how the how these things go. Um, so if I'm missing something at this point, it probably got announced uh, after I recorded this. But at the pace we've been going so far, I doubt anything is actually going to be announced in the next 24, however many hours. Um, but with that, um, I think we're going to go ahead and get on to the recap. Calculate the jump, Chop. <laughs> What was that? What was what? The throwing and the falling. Over there. Don't think about it. Kenobi. Ahsoka! Kenobi! Hand it over, Ewok. No! So you mean to tell me you were staging a rescue, not attempting to hijack a Jedi starship? You're welcome! Now, it's time for the Rebel Cells. Episode Recap. On Coruscant, Senator Padme Amidala and her entourage greet Anakin Skywalker as he exits a T-6 shuttle. Padme thanks Anakin for joining her on this mission. After Amidala's entourage leaves, Anakin whispers that she has no idea what he had to go through to get this mission. Padme looks forward to spending some time with her husband alone. However, they are interrupted by Skywalker's Padawan Ahsoka Tano, who apologizes for her lateness and tells Anakin that Master Obi-Wan Kenobi sent her to help with the mission. Anakin is uncomfortable, but Padme tells Tano that she is welcome. Ugh, can you tell I'm sick? Jeez. The T-6 shuttle departs Coruscant and jumps into hyperspace. While traveling through hyperspace, Tano notices that Anakin has changed the flight path. He claims that he is in a hurry. Tano warns him too late that they can't go this way since a separatist fleet has been spotted in this sector. The shuttle exits hyperspace in the midst of a fleet of munificent class star frigates. Padme and Tano go to man the guns while Skywalker flies the ship through the enemy fleet. Tano says she likes Padme, and Anakin says he does as well. <laughs> Skywalker flies the T-6 shuttle back to pa past a munificent star frigate while Padme and Tano operate the guns. The T-6 shuttle is almost through the fleet, but Padme is stuck by a cannon blast. Oh, Padme is struck by a cannon blast. Anakin cradles Amidala and reassures her that he has gotten her. Padme thanks her husband. Tano flies the ship past the Separatist fleet as a smiling Skywalker and Amidala watch. Tano then takes the ship into hyperspace. At their urban destination, the T-6 shuttle lands on a sky pad. Skywalker thanks Tano for coming while Padme tells Tano that she and Anakin make a good team. Tano adds that Padme and Skywalker also make a good team. Padme thanks Tano. I apologize for that read 
I am obviously not feeling great. <laughs> um, uh, and that was, that was a little rough. But <laughs> anyway, um, so we come into this episode and this being maybe not my favorite episode of Force of Destiny, but it is definitely one of the most important because we finally kind of get that answer to the question of whether or not Ahsoka knows about Anakin and Padme. And I think that's something that we have all sort of, everybody, we assumed she did, but it's never been really confirmed um, until here. And it has even kind of, that her knowledge was even kind of hinted in the um, Ahsoka novel that came out a couple years ago where at the end she was with uh bail organa and i think he was testing to see uh whether or not she, uh, ahsoka knew uh who leia's parents actually were um which she didn't so that i think kind of led everybody to believe that no she didn't really know but here in season two episode two of forces of destiny we get confirmation that ahsoka did indeed have an inkling of an idea what was going on between the jedi and the senator and it was a a little bit kind of the wording of the summary there kind of bothered me a little bit i i just think that the the word cradled bothers me <laughs> for some weird reason. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. But I think it's super important that we get that piece of information here. And I don't think that there would really be any reason for us to have gotten that information within um, the Clone Wars series. Um, the only episodes where it was really something that was important uh, or their relationship was, was maybe uh, the episodes of Clovis, or, uh, the Blue Shadow Virus, or, oh, what was that episode where, uh, dang, what is it called, where the, um, bounty hunters break into the Senate building, that episode, and I guess there's probably one or two more episodes where it's important, but it didn't really fit in there any place for Ahsoka to know. Um, and I think I, during Blue Shadow Virus, maybe there was like an inkling of uh, that she could have kind of gotten a hint there. But I think at that point in the series, she was still relatively young. And I don't think uh, that might have been something that she would have caught onto uh, quite at that point. Um, and so I think that this is... Again, not something that we would have seen during the Clone Wars. It it didn't really have a place there, but it did have a place here on Forces of Destiny, and I think um, it's some good information for us to have um, because, I, I don't know, <laughs> uh, it could come up at some other point, maybe. We don't know. Uh, season 7 of Clone Wars is coming soon. Who knows what's going on there? Um, so that could have something to do with that um and that was something that we maybe needed um some canon evidence of uh before we get um into season seven of clone wars maybe not maybe i'm reading too much into it i do that quite a bit but um it was it was just good to finally get this and um it didn't we didn't have a lesson 
didn't really have like a big heroic moment, but we did have our web and we did have some information that we didn't already have or didn't have uh, confirmed previously. So that was really great to see. Um, and I love how it's it's quite obvious um, for you know those of us who understand the kind of dynamic between uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin during the Clone Wars. Um, just kind of Obi-Wan knew what he was doing when he told Ahsoka to tag along I think and it was just kind of him you know jabbing at his buddy bothering him you know. It was either Anakin needs to stay on task or um you know, he knows what's going on with Anakin and Padme just the same way that I think Anakin knows about what's going on with Satine. And I think they they probably have some, a little bit of an understanding there, I'm sure. Um, oh, what I would give for Satine to be in a Forces of Destiny episode didn't think about that before just did <laughs> haven't thought about her in a long time actually it's been it's been a while we haven't we haven't had anything uh really going on there um i'm getting off topic but we did in rebels we did kind of have a little bit more going on with the mandalore thing obviously with sabine but um we didn't really talk about satine all that much except for like this slight uh Oh, you named your super weapon after my sister? Um, so I haven't thought about her in a while. That'd be interesting to get some more information um, about Satine. And I bet we will come the uh, Obi-Wan Qui-Gon novel. Oh, love thinking about that. <laughs> haven't thought about that in a while. Um, anyway. Where else are we with this episode? Yeah. So I think I think there was a little bit of just Obi-Wan kind of messing with Anakin a little bit there. Um, or at least or at least, you know, reminding him that, you know, fun and games, but you, you got I got a job to do, bud. Um and <laughs> you gotta do it. Uh and I, I know what you're doing, so we're I'm gonna I'm gonna like ruin your plans a little bit here, um, and it's respectable. It's totally an Obi Wan thing to do, <laughs> and I think my my favorite thing uh, about this episode um, it wasn't even anything with the episode. It wasn't something uh, that. Lucasfilm did or it wasn't part of the episode but it um as, as you guys know I always scroll through the comments after I watch an episode while I'm going in to get ready to talk about it here and one of my favorite things is that somebody on YouTube under the name Obi-Wan Kenobi said I knew exactly what I was doing when I made Ahsoka tag along um it <laughs> just made me laugh well I love the community <laughs> like everybody Everybody's great. I don't have to tell you guys that. We all know that. Let's see. If I have to kind of think about some kind of a lesson that maybe we're getting here, um, be probably something about how, you know, Anakin 
got distracted. You know, he was frustrated with the whole Ahsoka being with them thing. So he didn't really think um, about what was going on when he decided to change their flight path and changing where they're going. Um, so he kind of uh, decided last minute, oh, well, I just want to get this over with. We have to be quick. We'll change. And he kind of made a shortcut and that kind of got them into a little bit of trouble. Um, but that wasn't that much of a lesson really I don't think I don't think that was the main takeaway from this episode at least not for me I think uh, we all kind of have a, an idea of what that takeaway is um and kind of um in PG terms that uh, Ahsoka was uh, getting in the way of some uh romantic time um and I'm sure you guys have uh, a, uh, I'm sure you guys are creative enough to realize what I mean. Um, and I think that was just kind of the f- full joke of this episode. And I think that this episode uh, was definitely more for adults, um, which is weird. And I think I definitely could have, definitely, you know, kids could watch this episode and like this episode, but I think that there was definitely a, um, there was a kind of backdoor joke, um, throughout this episode, and I think that it's definitely a little bit more of an adult, uh, a little bit more of an adult joke, um, but this is a family-friendly podcast here at Rebel Cells, so we are not gonna go quite into that, um, and maybe that's just me being a teenager, and that's not where this was going, but I mean, personally, that's where I saw it going. Um, but, um, I think that's it. You know, this is a great episode. This is one that I like talking about, and this is one that I think is super important, uh, just to this kind of storyline of these characters, but it didn't really have that much going on. Other than that, don't, think that there's anything else that they could have done with this episode to make it better. I think it is one of the better episodes. Um, so that's kind of where I guess we will leave this episode here. Um, so as always, you can stay up to date on all the latest in Star Wars animation news by heading to Rebel rebelcells.com you can also follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash rebels podcast and on twitter at rebels podcast you can follow me on twitter at cassie sketch that's c-a-s-s-i-e-s-c-u-t-c-h and of course we're part of the thunderquack network head to thunderquack.com to check out all the other podcasts in the network and if you want to support us you can do that in two ways. First, by heading to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch, or by heading to patreon.com thunderquack to pledge your monthly support. Your monthly pledge gives you access to cool exclusives like the Thunderquack podcast and the Thunderquack group on Facebook. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I am sorry that I was kind of delaying for news that never really happened um and hopefully we will get a little bit more news uh next week when we go uh over season one season two episode three shuttle shock talk to you guys then